Hello again, everyone from New York. I have one of my dearest friends in the studio, Danny Daniels. I am so excited. We're going to have so much fun. And I feel like this is just honestly going to be more of us having a conversation and shooting the shit than it is going to be an interview because she and I know each other very well. I was actually a bridesmaid at her wedding, which she just had a couple of months ago. So I'm sure we're going to end up talking about that. And we just share a lot of really fun stories together. So this is going to be a really fun podcast. I'm very much looking forward to it. And I think you guys are going to love it too. Hello, New York City and the rest of the world. Live on Tuesday night. On a Tuesday night in a comedy club in New York (laughs) is Danny Daniels on Holly Randall Unfiltered. That was actually good. That was a different intro than what I normally do. You need like an intro song. I, I, well, I have one for my videos. Have you seen it? No. Have you seen it? I got it like an animated intro. I paid like a lot of money for it. I gotta see this. It's really cool. I'll show it to you. Okay. I'll show it to you. It's at the beginning of all my YouTube videos. Um, I know I do need like a, cause I find that. Oh wait, no. I have seen this. Yeah. Your Holly Randall one. Yes. Yes. I have seen that. I'm thinking of like you cartoon. Yeah. Wait. me cartoon. What? Yes. Okay. I'm going to look at this. Yeah. I'll show it to you. Um, so (laughs) I just like every podcast I open up with like, I'm so excited to have blah, 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 blah. And I, I just feel like I need different words. I just always say excited. I need need, like a a list and then every show use a different synonym of of excited. (laughs) Thrilled. Enthralled. Enthralled. (laughs) Does that even mean excited? Captivated. No, it means like you're really into something. I have like the smallest vocabulary on the face of the earth. Do you? Yeah. Really? You always come off sounding so... I have like six good words and I just (laughs) use them constantly. You have all the words, the best words, the biggest words. (laughs) You know what? I honestly... Okay, so I always wanted a more expansive vocabulary and I listen to other podcasts and I listen to Joe Rogan a lot and it makes me feel really stupid. And I listen to it and I'm just like, I am so dumb. I'll never sound that intelligent. I, I don't have that expansive of, of a book. Okay. <laughs> I talk really good. Okay. Oh, my God. I see. I'm already fucking losing it. And sometimes, like, I can't search for, like, the simplest word that I want to use to illustrate my night. point. Yes. I forgot what the word was. Though. See? Yeah. There, and my memory is dog shit. Like, I will learn something and forget it immediately. Same. It's so depressing. Like, I'll learn this really amazing fact by watching a documentary or reading something, and I'll think, okay, I got to store that in my head because that's something really intelligent that I can bring up later in my podcast, and people are going to think I'm so well-read, and they're going to be like, wow, Holly's just this wealth of knowledge. And then I instantly, five minutes later, completely forget it, and then I'm just like, let's talk about dicks because I know about that. Got that stored in the brain. I do. (laughs) But let's talk about your other skills. Okay, besides because dicks. Look I'm what, really good at dicks. Yes, you are good at dicks. But, but look I, what Danny brought me. No. <laughs> Segway. 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 <laughs> she baked me motherfucking cookies. Gingerbread motherfucker. Do you see this? Do you see this? They are beautiful <laughs> and they are all different Christmas shapes. 
Look at this. <laughs> I almost Look made you at a book. this. It's a curved penis. It is. Yes. It is a curved penis. <laughs> and um, it's delicious. <laughs> With, uh, With lemon jizz on icing. It. Lemon jizz. Jizz. Lemon jizz. I've been storing the jizz. It took me a year to get that much jizz, but I finally have a mason jar in my fridge. <laughs> like bacon fat, just stored jizz. There was a erotic story that I really like to read where the girl is like, has to go around and fuck all these guys and uh, store all their jizz in a jar and like bring it back to her master to like prove that she like got the come out of all these guys. It's like Dexter BDSM. Mm, that's like good. a filing cabinet. She's like, oh, wait, hold shit. on. Let me find his. <laughs> December 18th, 2014. Oh, that was a good day. I got a lot of jizz that day. <laughs> oh, I'm breaking your set. You don't have your headphones on. Am I supposed on. to be wearing headphones? Yeah. How oh, are you going to be professional? How is anyone going to take you seriously unless you have headphones on? Now I'm professional. Now I hear myself. Gross. <laughs> now it just made me really insecure. <laughs> Do you hate the sound of your voice? Yes. Is there like, anyone who loves the sound of their voice? I it's have like, like everyone weird hates it. low voice. I have a low voice too, but like, I like that. I think it's better. I feel the like women are girl- supposed to go up like, no. went to the store today. And I go like, I went to the store today. <laughs> okay. No, you know <laughs> what? I'm like, going to, I'm, I am going to debate you on that because you do the best like Snapchat and Instagram stories. The way that you <laughs> parlay information in a 10 second clip is amazing. And you always come across like, <laughs> really excited about it but also like kind of self-deprecating in your excitement it's like i'm excited about this but i'm not taking myself that seriously but i'm like getting my message across in a way that's like hey guys i'm gonna be live on camsoda.com tonight 9 to 10 eastern see you then bring your penises see (laughs) see do you not want to bring your penises to her cam soda live show now but I, feel I like mean I can apply to anything I know that's what I'm saying you're so good at it. and you're like come look at my holes yeah. and you do like that hey guys I'm gonna be murdering people on the corner of 83rd and 5th come check me out see you then oh my god I can't wait to watch you murder people see that's how I feel that's how I feel about it you should have been an announcer I should have you should have been a ringside announcer I wanted to be one of those like UFC ring girls like you, forever like the ones that hold have, the number yeah I don't even like UFC but I just wanted to do it. No, but you... The girl in the bikini that's like... Yeah, you can, you can do so much more than that. You can be the announcer. You have a voice. <laughs> you need... The world needs to hear your voice. I'm really obnoxious. And see you in a bikini. I mean, that's also all right. Yeah, but I don't feel like my bush... My, I have a bush problem where it doesn't fit into underwear or bikinis. So, like... But people like that. They would have to, like, censor it. Like, oh, I'd yeah. have the bikini on and then I'd just have, like, like trap high, squirrel uh, bush. And people would be like, <laughs> cut to commercial. Just wear like a high-waisted, like full bottom granny panty thing. Now I'm like the fat girl trying to hide the pooch. <laughs> like which is true. I love how the option is not to actually shave your bush. That's like no, not that even is coming not, into no. it. No. When did you you never you didn't always have a big bush? Uh like when I got in the business, I was a stripper. So I wasn't allowed to have a bush. So I had it shaved and then like the first like six months. It was like the growth of the bush, and then it was. It was the emergence. And then of the I just bush. got lazy. Like it was like really well done bush, and then I just slowly turned into like wild unkempt bush. <laughs> now it's just like shave your pussy lips and your asshole, and the rest is just good to go. <laughs> That's all you get. Well, I think it's good though that you do take care of the undercarriage because some girls don't, and that's. 
Yeah. I feel like the trend is starting to creep south where I've seen some girls that are like not. I'm just like, mm. I'm like really hairy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would not be a good look for me. It's not really a good look, I don't think, for anybody. But That's true. Like the side lip bush hair thing like freaks me out. Yeah. It's like side, it's like 70s sideburns. Yeah. It's like the mutton chops. Yeah. It's not good. No. But I like how you made your bush kind of like a statement thing. And then like you would blow dry it. I do. You have to. I mean, yeah, you have to. Or like you get like the wet spot. And also too, in New York, it's cold. You can't go out with wet you can't hair. can't freeze your bush. No, you can't go out with wet hair. Not, not in this city. How are you liking New York, by the way? I love it. I love it here. I'm never leaving. It is, honestly, I hate New York because it took you from me. But (laughs) That's the only bummer is because I have, like, three friends, and they're all in L.A. (laughs) Not all of them. I have more friends, but, like, majority of my friends are in L.A. Yeah. Like, you and Shree. Yeah. I'm like, there's no one else. There's no one else. I'm, like, trying to see. There's no one else. And Adam. I like Adam. But it's not as good. He's not. We love Adam. He's great. He's like second rate friend. Well, he's Cherie's man. This is man's. So. Yeah. Um, He was my bridesman. He was. That was great. I (laughs) loved that. So Danny just got married. If you guys don't know. I did. Her husband is around somewhere. I bring him everywhere. I make him come with me. And I'm sure he hates it. (laughs) I have to do a podcast. You have to come with me because I'm insecure. Be my friend. That's so cute. (laughs) But yes. The Sicilian. The Sicilian. And um, she had all, and I was a bridesmaid as well. Yes. Which I was so honored. And uh, we all wore um, tuxedos, which yeah. was fucking rad. Honestly, like, I was so happy about that because <laughs> I did wear heels for the service. But you then did. when we went back to the reception, I was able to change into sneakers and you couldn't tell because I was wearing pants. Everyone, like, so changed was, into the fuzzy slippers that I gave them to get their makeup done. Oh, it was great. <laughs> we, we were so comfortable. I've never been so comfortable at a wedding. Yeah, it was so awesome. I even danced. I tried to. <laughs> you swing were good. You were you were good. You were like I had no idea what it. I was doing in my you head. I was like, cutest. I can totally do this. And then when I got on the floor, I was like, I cannot do this. And, and then no I tried, one, but it was like a bunch of like white people dancing. Like, yeah, it wasn't anything. And I'm I mean, a great can- white person dancer. <laughs> like no one dances like a white girl. Like I do. <laughs> I'm really good at it. Yeah. You do like the twist. You yeah, doing the twist a little bit. Uh, like I'm terrible. I used to think I was a good dancer. You know, okay, so when I was a kid, when I was literally like seven, I had a babysitter and I put on music and I was dancing and my babysitter said to me, you're a really good dancer. Like being nice. Yes. As you say to seven-year-old children who are try anything at all in their life. And I don't know why that stuck with me and I believe that lie well into my 20s, I was like, I am a great dancer. See, this is the problem. And everyone should watch me dance. And especially when I started drinking. And then, like, <laughs> vodka told me I could dance. Of course. And um, and then, you know what made me realize I was not a good dancer? I tried doing one of those video games. Oh, the, those, like, dance video the games. arrows? What is yes, that? Yes. I forget. <laughs> and um, oh. I really like failed miserably at it and that was my epiphany when I realized I was not a good dancer I'm terrible and now I just own up to not being a good dancer and I just like make fun of myself I'm just like I'm white girl. but like but deep- I think everything's more fun when you suck at it and you know you yeah. suck at it but like, you just don't give a shit in my heart I really want to be a good dancer like the inner you is a good yes. dancer like I always kind of wanted to be a stripper because <laughs> I thought that like 
What would I your stripper could... name be? <sighs> what is that? It's like the same as porn star name. It's like first pet in the street you grew up on. Oh, it, oh, it's terrible. So bad. <laughs> What's um, Mr. Dog Mountain View? <laughs> You had a dog named Mr. Dog? Yes, and I or named... Or was it a cat? Because that would be 10 times It better. was a dog, and I named him. My parents <laughs> let me name the dog, and I named him Mr. Dog. And then we got a girl, and I named her Mrs. Dog. Oh, my <laughs> God. I am not joking. Vix is the best. What? Vic's name would be Buster Hyman. Oh, fuck off. I swear to Wait, God. Wait, he, he grew up on Hyman? Yeah, Hyman Avenue. No. Yes. I no. Sw- I verified this, because I was like, that's Vic, not true. Vic, this is not true. Yeah. Because it's true. I don't know if you can hear us. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going like this. He's oh oh yeah, I yeah. see him outside the window. I was like, that's the fucking coolest porn name ever. That's like, amazing. <laughs> what would yours be? Uh, Mallory Calendula. Oh, it's like not even fun. It's no. just formal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like I like my porn name. Yeah, I did good there. Your that's porn one name thing is a good I didn't name. Get on. Yeah, it's it's it rolls off the tongue. The DD. <laughs> It just like, you know, it just it's phonetically if very. I had double D's, then I'd be like full circle. Yeah, but your boobs are nice. I'm really glad you never got them done, and you never had any intention to. I've seen so many girls with great boobs just get horrifically mm-hmm. bad boob jobs, and it's mm-hmm. so sad. To I'm me. not like anti boobs. I just hate when girls get them done because they feel like they have to get them done. Yeah, you know what? Like great why? boobs before she got them done. A lot of people don't know this because she didn't do a ton of work. She got big after she went big. Is Jenna Jameson really? She had really nice boobs before she had them done. I don't my think mom, I've ever seen her naked. My mom shot uh, some stuff of her before she got them done. Really good. They're really nice. Fake boobs scare me. Yeah, you know, I I do. <laughs> I'm like actually afraid of them. No, they like in certain positions when I'm shooting a scene. If it's under the muscle and the girl puts her weight on the arm, <gasps> then the implant starts to jump around, yeah. and it literally looks like an alien trying to bust out of the boob. It's I feel like really I'm gonna gross. pop somebody's, and then they're gonna sue me. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would happen to me. Because <laughs> things like that happen to me. Like I'd be like banging some girl, and I would like slip, and then like fall on her boob, and it would pop, and yeah. then she would. You know what I realized that I meant to ask you at dinner the other night and I didn't fucking ask you and, and I, I'm, how the fuck was your honeymoon? <laughs> I didn't ask you that. And I'm such oh a horrible God. friend for not asking well, you that. It was good. I had a lot of sex in a lot of places. Uh, it was good. What was your favorite city that you guys visited? Uh, like I like hit the Ro- the history of Rome, but Venice was like Ugh, the coolest. I'm dying to go to Venice. I'm yeah. dying, dying, people either dying. like love or hate Venice. Like it was always like people say like if you love Venice, then you'll hate um, Florence and like vice versa. Mm-hmm. But like I'm the I'm Team Venice. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I just like think it's such a romantic city with the waterways. I mean, another like kind of gross and no. I mean, like it's not. I expected it to be like. LA River gross mm-hmm. but it wasn't no I, I can see why people don't like it because nothing is a straight line yeah and like getting around you get very confused but if you're there with someone that like you are you know like I was there with my husband so we, it was romantic but like if you're there with like a group of friends you're gonna be like no yeah because it's it's very romantic at least it seemed that way to right. me right the only time I went to Italy was with my dad and we went to Rome and uh, Capri, which is amazing. I want to go. Oh, so amazing. It's like literally the most beautiful place I've ever been. Oh. And uh, Naples. 
and it was like a very romantic trip yeah. with my dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was, I loved it. And my dad's a, a Greek and Roman scholar, like history scholar. So it was having like a personal tour guide. It yeah. was incredible. He knew well, everything was, about everything. That's like Vic. Like Vic is a history major yeah. among other majors. But like, it was cool. Cause I'm like a retard. Like I'm like walking around, like, I don't know what that is. And he's like, this is this and this from something, something BC and this and that. they conquered. And then they did this to it. I'm like, okay. That is <laughs> like, so great to have like that personal, like history guide. It's yeah. Amazing. Cause I feel like, I probably wouldn't have liked Rome as much yeah. if I had gone without him because yeah. I wouldn't have known what anything is. Right. I didn't pay attention yeah, that was like my favorite thing about Rome. Like my dad was just like knew fucking everything. It was so cool. <laughs> your dad's, your parents are just cool. Yeah, they are. They're like cool. your family's cool actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm lucky. I like, you know, we get together <laughs> for Christmas and, and we sit around. I just feel so, I feel so blessed to have a family that, we all get along. We all really yeah. like each other. We get together and we like laugh so much. And we just like, there's so much warmth there. There's no tension. There's no like anger. You know, there's been like, you know, other people's families that I've gone and visited, like, you know, with exes or whatever. And it just was like, I don't know. Like, yeah. My family's just like, fuck, dude, I'm so lucky. And I know so many people who like hate their family. Yeah. And have like, yeah, it just, it's, I feel f- I have a small family, but mm-hmm. they're awesome. My fucking Vic's family is the coolest. Yeah, they were great. Because they're Sicilian. Yeah. So it's like exactly what you think it is. It's like Moonstruck 24-7. Like, I love it. <laughs> That's the His favorite awesome. cousin. Yeah. My she dad. was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm fortunate because that could have gone really bad. Like, if you marry someone and their family sucks, you're like, yeah. mm. Mm. But they're cool. Yeah. Now you're lucky. Families, yeah. Especially in the industry, because I feel like a lot of performers, like, struggle with family because... They judge for what they do. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, and then they get scared about telling them, and then they find out, and then... What... How did your... Like, how was it when you first started, and, like, your family found out? Were they pretty cool about it? My... I wasn't speaking to my mom at the time, because I dropped out of school, and she was, like fucking pissed about it Mm -hmm. um and I my dad and I have like no relationship really Mm -hmm. so (laughs) the story goes (laughs) um like this was probably like my second year performing um and I shot for penthouse Mm -hmm. and like my dad called my mom and was like my friend saw our daughter in the centerfold and I'm like no you did because no one knows what I look like. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, my dad and I don't, like... Yeah. So, I have this feeling, like, my dad, like, got his Playboy... Or not Playboy, uh, Penthouse subscription. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was fucking So pissed. awkward. <laughs> so awkward. It's like, oh, my so, God, that's my kid. Yeah, and then, like, my mom found out. And then it was, like... My mom was not for it in the beginning because she thought I was going to like develop like a drug issue. Like she thought it was like 1980s and everyone walked around in robes and did I okay. Do, I, and then, I have a feeling that probably most parents don't like throw a party when they find no. out their kids doing porn because not even necessarily that they're against porn, but like you don't ever want to think about a f- uh, family member in a sexual way. Yeah. That's just weird. Yeah. I feel like that, that's <clears throat> like more like my mom is very like sexually open and sexually free. Like, the household that I grew up in was very like, we, you know, you, we talked about everything, Mm -hmm. you know, like it wasn't like sex was never sheltered. It was never like looked down upon, but I don't think she would have ever 
wanted me to be right. in porn for those yeah. reasons. Um, but a few years later, after like figuring out like, oh, okay, she sees this as like a business, not mm-hmm. like I'm going to go rage and party every weekend and develop drug habits and do whatever. So now she's all for it. Like now, like when I won performer, she sent me flowers and um, she's cool. She's like one of my closest friends. My mom and I have a very good relationship. Yeah, so. she's awesome. She looks just like you too. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really like you guys yeah, are it's so creepy. Alike. And like when – um. Like, Vic and I started dating. My mom was seeing someone, and, like, they would, like, we, like, we would be in the other room, and we'd be like, hey, babe. And, like, they would look at each other because I didn't know who was talking, like, me or my mom. Because <laughs> <laughs> with the exact same voice. Yeah. So, but, yeah. That's my mom. She's cool. You did it right, though. Like, honestly, you... I mean, first of all, you started off just doing solos. Yeah. I remember because I was on a mission to find you. <laughs> I was your first stalker, by I the know, way. I, I would like, like to point so that out. I so mad that I didn't shoot with you first. Yes. And I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. Yes. You shot with Dean Capture first. And I was like, what? The? Well, I was like, Dean who is this girl? Through, like, this model mayhem. Yes. yes. Like, and then I tried to find you and your fucking and your goddamn model mayhem name wasn't under your fucking name. It was no. some, it was like California Sunshine. American Woman. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. So I couldn't find you. And it was California so frustrated. I don't know. It was some like weird fucking yeah. diet. And I couldn't find you. And I was like, who is this girl? She's super hot. Aww. I need to shoot her. Like, how did Dean find her? And I can't fucking find her. <laughs> and then finally I found you. And I think I sent you some like. I was probably a little pretentious in my email and I was like... <laughs> no, I remember you being really nice. Was I? Okay. Because yeah. I know in my head, I was like, I'm Holly Randall. Why? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Why haven't you reached out to me? And you were like, I don't know who you are. And in my head, I was like, how what? dare she? But on paper, I was probably like, of course, that's fine. Well, like, I didn't watch porn or no porn yeah, or no, but, even no Playboy. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. so... I was a stripper living in Nebraska. Like, <clears throat> I had no fucking idea. So yeah. then I was like, yeah, I'll get naked. And then, I, and then I was like, yeah, I'll get naked in Jew. And then it turned into like, yeah, I'll fuck a chick for money. Fuck well, I remember. So like one of the, was it the first time I shot you or the second time? I don't remember. I, can't remember. I remember the first time you shot me. Um, that was in, was it with when Jaden was shooting first in, yeah. in the kit car? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we talked about shooting. And no, I, that I, was the second time. Remember the first time was at that loft and I had those like tattoo leggings on? Oh, yes. That was the first time. Was that when I shot Jesse Andrews that day too, yeah. I think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like then Jaden was the second. That's when I met Jaden. Yes. Yep. And I remember because I asked you if you want to do a girl girl and you were like, no, I don't want to or I don't like girls or I don't know you were like I never not- said I don't like girls yeah I don't remember what you said you were like no I'm not gonna do that well or I thought that like when I got in the business I thought that you only like I thought you had to do everything so mm-hmm. I thought like if you started performing it was like the floodgates yeah so I was just like no I don't want to perform because yeah. then it's gonna be like crazy yeah and then uh, my agent was like no 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 you can just do girls I'm like fuck yes yes do it but I remember you came to set and like you met Jaden yeah and then I was like halfway through shooting Jaden's set and then you came up to me they're like you you know if you want I'll I'll shoot with her and I was like what what (laughs) I'm like I thought you didn't want to do girl girl you're like yeah no I'll I'll do it yeah like Jaden's like super hot yeah and I was like okay (laughs) but then we didn't end up doing it because I think like you weren't tested yet. No, I wasn't tested yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the very beginning before like yeah. you knew all the things. Yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, you did Girl Girl for just a while. And then you got, I mean, you really did it right. Like you nailed it in a way that I think is hard to do But I didn't know what I was doing. Days. But you know what it was? 
you just took it step by step with what you were comfortable with. You never got, you never allowed anybody to push you into what you didn't want to do. Like no. you only did what you were prepared to do. I like, feel like that's you what your you heart. should do. Yes. Like 100%. there's no like formula for being a porn star. I think the most important thing is not doing anything on camera that you are not either ready for or do at home. Yes. Because I feel like a lot of girls do that. Like, well, you know, I've been shooting for a year. I guess now I have to take the next step and do anal. Well, I did an anal scene. I guess I have to do DP. Well, and then like suddenly they hate themselves because mm-hmm. they did things they don't want. As opposed to like a girl like like Remy got in the business and she's like, I want to fucking do gangbangs. And that's what she did. And she was happy. Yeah. Like I feel like whatever you want to do, you should do. It's like, but I feel like a lot of girls try to, you know, do this like if I do this formula I'll be really popular and make a bunch of money and you know and it, it just backfires because they I don't like I'll, it yeah and I think a lot of them get bad advice from their agents yeah or get pressured into something yeah. or rents due or yeah you know like yeah uh, yeah it can get it can get tricky but I've yeah I never did anything I was like no I don't want to do that. And <laughs> Even it, to boy girl. Yeah. Like, well, when you did your boy girl, it was your own showcase. Yeah. Which you did pretty well from. It's and you had a lot of control in that too. The fun, the thing about that is like, um, usually when perform, you know this, like usually when performers do a showcase, they shop around. I don't know what the case is now, but this is like three or four years ago. So they, they would be like, they would shop around. You would go to like mm-hmm. Elegant and Jewels and browsers and digital playground and like you would like go to different companies like who wants to give me the most money for my holes and then mm-hmm. like ever it's like this bidding war and then whoever mm-hmm. wins you do the showcase and like I didn't want that and at the time like Mason shot my first girl girl showcase which I like found was it was like really meant a lot to me because mm-hmm. she made me she like gave me that exposure to get to do girl girl right. so I remember, like, I just showed up at Elegant Angel one day because she was still working with them. And I was like, I want to do Boy Girl, but I want you to shoot it. And there you go. And she's like, what? (laughs) And then, like, she's like, I don't know. You said you don't want to do it. I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm ready. I want to do it um, for myself. But, like, I don't know any performers. So, like, we went to 7-Eleven and got Slurpees and watched porn all night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing yeah in like the elegant angel office after hours we we're sitting there and like watching and I was like that guy's cool like he looks like he has a nice penis I'm like oh god no I don't like the way that guy fucks I'm like oh that guy's hot I'd fuck him like and that's how I decided like who was gonna be in my showcase that's amazing it was yeah it was the I feel like the right way to do it because if someone was just like you're gonna fuck a b c and d I'd be like no yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's so important. A lot of times I like to let the girl choose their male performer because I feel like that makes a big difference. Then yeah. you know there's going to be chemistry there. You've always you've always asked me yeah. who I've wanted to work with. And like usually I've given you like three or four people and you usually get my first two. Yeah, it's usually the same guys that I like working with too anyways. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like there's like, you know, like eight dudes in the industry that just are like the top guys that yeah. everyone likes working with. So it's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but also too, I was really like, your scenes were so, and this is what's great about you and and your scenes is they're so real. Like you're not faking and you can tell. And I remember like 
there was scenes that like you would like cry at the end, like oh, yeah. orgasm. And it was like, ama- I mean, it was so, and I am not moved by much <laughs> because I've been in the industry for a long time. I've seen so much, I'm like numb inside, but I remember watching those and like not feeling turned on. Cause I'm just not turned on by anything. Yeah. Um, but just, they're just never feeling just like never get turned on ever. Never. <laughs> feeling connected like I don't know feeling connected with you with that experience like Uh, seeing you experience that and having that rush of emotion connected to an orgasm connected to sex I don't know there was something like inspiring and awe-inspiring about it It was really it's kind of annoying because a lot of people like I get a lot of like shit for it yeah like and like I'm a crier like if I have a bomb orgasm I cry I don't give a fuck judge me like (laughs) it was good so when I did my showcase like I cried after like my Eric scene and Eric has this gigantic Christmas tree penis and so people thought that like he was hurting me yeah and a lot of people were like commenting like oh my god she's crying she's in pain she's miserable like you're raping her and I'm like excuse me no I fucking am crying because I just had a mind-blowing orgasm. Fuck you. Like, and same with kink. Like, every time I shoot for kink, I usually cry because it's a lot. Like, it's emotional and it's, like, an experience and a release. And, like, same thing. Like, well, she's crying. Like, I'm like, it's a good, like, crying can be good. Didn't you do a whole movie with kink where you, like, kind of, they trained you to love the cane. Yeah. I love this story. So tell us the story because this is really an amazing journey of BDSM, which I, I was fascinated by. Um, James, uh, I always forget his last, the director James, not performer James. I always forget his last director name. Anyway, but uh, he shoots for kink. Um, he does Training of O, which is awesome. I don't know if they still are doing it, but um, he would take your biggest fear and like over the course of a few scenes like get you past it and like he had this really good success rate about doing it so like if someone was afraid of the dark he would like do this like bdsm journey to like get you over the afraid of the dark and like all this stuff so i had heard about it and like i had a really bad experience when i first got in the business um and i was doing fetish scenes with a cane and um I, like, could not, like, so when I started shooting for kink, like, they wanted to use a cane on me. Like, you could not bring a cane in the room without me fucking losing my mind. And I'm talking about, like, kicking and screaming and, like, lo- like losing it. And um, I forgot who, I think he noticed it. And then, like, I had heard about, like, his training bow thing. So I approached him and I was like, you know, like, it's really annoying that I have this fear of it because, like, I know that I'm acting like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm overreacting. I know... I can see that this is something that is like unrealistic. Like I need, I want to get past it. And, um, he was like, yeah, like let's explore. Like he's so cool. He's like, yeah, let's explore it. Like, let's like do stuff and like try to get you past it. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Like I was super jazzed. And so, um, we did four, uh, scenes and like we, there was a lot of planning and we talked a lot and there was, it was hard. It was really difficult because, uh, kink is very like strict. Like if you're not okay with something, they are not going to do it. They're not even going to ask you twice about it. So mm-hmm. like before every scene, we had to talk about like what was going to happen, like what I was okay with, like, you know, like the mental aspect of it, if it was right. too much. And, um, I went from in four scenes, not being able to be in a room with a cane 
to, uh, to like, I would, <laughs> the first scene I shot, they brought it in the room and I was screaming bloody murder so loud. They weren't hitting me with it. They just had it in their hands. They weren't threatening me. They were just holding it in front of me. I was screaming so loud. Other directors came running into the room because I thought they thought I was being like brutally raped. Oh my God. And I was like, like that like gross scream girls do yeah. where it's like gurgly. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what I was doing. So I went from that to the last scene being uh, Tommy Pistol hit me 10 times, 11 times with the cane and I didn't cry. Wow. I didn't even like shed a tear. It was the coolest because now I'm okay with it. Like now yeah. I've gotten over the fear and like um, it was amazing. And like that's what's so cool about porn is because things like that happen. Like yeah. I would never be able to do that if it wasn't for porn. It's like such a therapeutic experience. I mean, that's so crazy. Yeah, it was cool. It was really, one of the scenes. I laughed when you brought it up because one of the scenes Ramon was in. Because like that's the other thing. It's like, okay, what performers are you okay with? Yeah. So then it was like, how to be like the performers I felt safe with. And right. then environments I felt safe with. So I was like, I, you know me. I'm like, I love Ramon. I love Ramon. Like, I yeah, love, we all love Ramon. Ramon. He's like, I just love, like, I just love him. And um, <laughs> I'll he, never forget it, ABN, <laughs> when you got really drunk. And it was so Danny is the cutest drunk. Like I'm a disgusting, sloppy, gross drunk, but Danny's the most adorable drunk. And Ramon and I had to take her back from the club and Ramona to carry her to the casino back. And the whole time she was like, I'm in so much trouble. Cause I don't, I am so like rare. Trouble. I'm ever, it's really rare. And then he like, drunk in tucked, person. he like tucked you in bed and like stayed by the bed <laughs> to did. watch you for a while to make sure you were okay. It was really sweet. It was really, he's really, he's just a good human being. Yeah, he's great. Um, so <laughs> like I just laugh every time I think of it because Ramon has this really thick accent and so he instead of saying like the cane he's like the con the con so all I can think of is like the plane the plane and so like every time he would do it like I just fucking crack up with like the con the con why are you afraid it's just a stick it's just a stick but it's I think just, it's a pretty good one <laughs> oh Ramon Ramon if you're watching this I love you we love you Ramon he's great <laughs> He is so great. There's a lot of good people in the industry. Yeah. There really um, are. It's, you know, there's just, um, I have a real affection for people. In the, I mean, trust me, there's people in the industry I can't fucking stand. And I know you feel the same way. Um, but that's just any job. Yeah, exactly. But then there's just Damn some it, people. Susan Accounting. <laughs> like, I don't know why I used your mom's name. I know. I, was like, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. You don't like my mother? <laughs> Damn you. Sue's just seems like an accountant. I don't know. I don't, there's like no other Sue's on this planet except for Sue's Orman, who's like a financial celebrity. I have no idea. Person. She like talks about how to make money and shit. She I'm sounds like, cool. I want to yeah. be her friend. I know, right? Counting, see? Yeah. Financial. Yeah, yeah, actually. You know what? You're right. <laughs> no, but I feel like porn is like working an office job, but instead of an office job, you're, tr you're trapped in like high school. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that a lot of performers, because a lot of people come in and out of the industry yeah. and a lot of, and if you don't stay generally, the pool is younger people. And, um, honestly, like, you know, you got 18, 19, 20 year olds and people like just, just out of high school yeah. and they are not like emotionally mature yet. And I'm then a they, firm believer you should be 21 to perform, but that's I, just me. I because I don't think you. your brain is I kind of mature enough to make decisions yeah. that are going to affect the rest of your life. Yes, I agree. Personally, that's what I think. I didn't perform until I was 21. I waited until I was 21 to make sure that's something I wanted to do. Right. And like, yeah, I just, I because of that reason, girls get in, 
and they're not all the time, but a lot of the time they get in and they're 18 and they do everything. And then six months later, they're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. And then it's hard to move on from there. Yeah. And yeah. Because it, it follows you. It's, it's, oh, it doesn't, yeah, it's forever. It's you're, forever. You're signing it, you're, the rest of your life, someone's going to know. Yeah. What would be the, like, best advice that you would give to a new girl coming into the industry? Um, what age? Like, young or like? Young, yeah. Don't. <laughs> Fucking don't. <laughs> okay, let's, let's pretend they're 21. Sorry. Um... Uh, I would say, would you feel comfortable or fucking in front of your friends and family? Because that's what's going to happen. Everyone you know is going to find out. It doesn't matter how hard you try to hide it. Everyone is going to find out. If that's something you're okay with and something that you're okay with living for the rest of your life with, then by all means. But it's not something that's going to go away after you're done. It's not something that you're going to be able to hide from your family and your friends. People are going to judge you. People are going to automatically think that you're going to fuck them when you go somewhere. Like, it's it's serious. It's a serious commitment. It's a serious decision, too, now, especially yeah. with the internet. Yeah. Because before, like, you could kind of maybe sort of bury it, you oh, know, yeah. if you were just like, in magazines and DVDs. Yeah. But now it's like you are everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And, like, like people are, like... There's just sick fucking people out there. People post photos of, like, my elementary school photos online. Really? Yes. Like, people – and that stuff, like, I don't know. Like, you have to get ready because it's, like, a wave. Like, not everyone's going to be cool with it. Not everyone's going to support it. You might lose friends. You will lose friends. You know, you might lose family. You might – you know, not – just because you think it's cool and a good idea, not everyone else does. Right. So, yeah, it's – it's a lot to deal with, but if you're comf- like you, you have to be mentally strong for sure. Dude, are you happy you did it? Yeah, yeah. I'm happy you did it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have met you. Yeah. Ah! No, I wouldn't have trained <laughs> it for the world. Like I don't, I don't say those things to like tell people like don't do it. It's just I think people take it very lightheartedly, and they are like, I'm gonna be a porn star, and then six months later they're like, ooh, like it's it's not you're not committing to like cut bangs you're committing to something that's like for the rest of your life <laughs> you know like you can cut bangs and a year later it's yeah, fine going back, like right. you do porn and that shit's that's it like that's yeah. the rest of your life yeah um but you know i mean again though i i just feel like you are a perfect example of somebody who did it right you started off slow you didn't do things until you were ready when you did it, you did it with the right people. You did it the right way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now, I mean, I know you have your website and your OnlyFans and stuff, but other opportunities have presented themselves to you, like being out here in New York and your painting and stuff like that. And you and you follow that. I feel like you've always been really good at just being very conscious of seeing when an opportunity presents itself to you and, and going through that door. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I, I'm, I think I have like this fear of like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have done, I should have done that. Like yeah. I miss the opportunity. So I just yeah. do everything. <laughs> yeah. You do. Like, You're a very busy sometimes girl. Sometimes I do something. I'm like, well, that would dramatically failed. Okay. Let's not do that again. But at least I tried it. Yeah. So what's the thing that you love most about the adult industry? And what's the thing that maybe you hate the most about the adult Ooh, industry? Um, um as like, oh God, that's tough. Because like, I love what the industry like did for me. It made me very like strong mentally. It made me very confident. It made me like, it dealt with a lot of issues that I had. Um, 
I have grown as a person dramatically from being in the industry. Like I've learned business. I've learned my mental health. I've learned, you know, like I feel like I got like this like fast track to like adulthood from like being in the industry, learning my business. Cause you're, you're kind of like your own little business mm-hmm. as like a model. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate what people think of me because of it in like a, a public setting. Like mm-hmm. people think that I'm a whore. People think that, um, you know, they don't want me around them, like families. They don't want me around. They think if I'm at a bar, I'm going to fuck them. You know, they think, yeah. you know, I don't fuck the fucking pizza guy. Like, <laughs> I don't go in an Uber and say like, oh, you have a nice dick. Let's pull over. And like, this isn't a fucking Brazzers scene. <laughs> like, my life is, this is, I'm playing a part on tele, or on the internet. Like, people don't think George Clooney is a doctor. You know what I mean? He's not? <laughs> Cause he can check hey, my whole life. Unless he's a guy, no, and then I'm down. You bring your turkey neck over here. Um, <laughs> he has he? old man neck now. Does he? Yeah, that's really sad. Oh, and he's married, and he has a kid. He has two kids. He has twins. <laughs> you had me so babies. Uh, um, I'm judging from that face. You're not gonna be having children. No, soon. no, God, no, no. <laughs> No. Are you sure about that? Because no. <laughs> you seem unsure. No. <laughs> Puppies. I get like baby fever with dogs. Yeah, I am the same. I love oh, I I love dogs. I love we saw them. a dog last night on our way yeah, up to the bathroom. It was so cute. It started doing like the de- would you the call way, it the, the donut, donut dance? dance when they like make like a C in yeah. their body oh, and they go so like this. Cute. There was a dog today on the streets of New York when I was walking around getting lost. Um, that I was petting and it jumped up and bit my face, but that's okay. Oh my God. <laughs> but like playfully, you know what I mean? It was like trying to like grab up my scarf, I think. It wasn't like trying to attack me. It was, it was trying to have fun, but it, it did, it did get my face. But I was, I just brushed it off. I was like, that's all right. Oh, that's cool. It's I love like, dogs. It's I... fine. <laughs> it just like scraped me with its teeth. It's no big deal. So what are some of the strangest <laughs> Because you do, do you still do custom videos? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's all I do now is like my site, custom videos, uh, OnlyFans, my site, DannyDaniels.com. Look, I'm wearing my I know. My you are, you've been all about the product. Can you see it? It says orgasm donor. Well, that's actually going to oh. be the one that's going to be on YouTube. It says orgasm That's the live one. So that's, oh. that's the one you're going to look at. Does it say orgasm donor? Yeah, on the back. Oh, sh- oh my God. That's so funny. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do a lot of custom videos. So I remember because we discussed this in a previous interview <laughs> that didn't really go anywhere. We won't get into that. Um, but we talked about some of the strangest requests you've gotten. And my favorite one was that person who asked you to fart in a jar. <laughs> yes. And send it to them. Yes. Oh my God. I love my fans, but some of them I fucking hate. Like, like why do you do this to me? What, Why what do else you send me these things? What else have you gotten requests for? Um, oh, God. I I just get the weird. Like, I had one guy. It's very rare that I won't do a custom video. So you did fart in the jar? No, I didn't. Oh. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> like, it has to be, like, really either, like, illegal. Like, mm-hmm. some person was like, oh, you, like, some guy, like, wanted me to talk to him about, like, fucking his retarded brother. What? And I was like, I'm not going to do that because oh I feel like there's a special place in hell for me if I a did that. special place. Super special like, place. Special. Like, I'm already going to hell, but I feel like I get, like, 
special demon suite if, <laughs> if I did that. And then I'm like, who is this person walks the streets? Like, it's yeah. scary. I don't yeah. know. I get weird, dark shit. And I'm like, you guys are fucking dark. Yeah, some people, I feel like you, it, it gives you an interesting glimpse into humanity. Getting yeah. those custom video yeah. requests. I don't do anything that I wouldn't want to be on the internet, obviously. Right. Um, I get a lot of incest requests, which yeah. is really weird. There's a lot's big now. I, I don't do that either. It's fucking weird. If you like that, you're weird. I don't like you. <laughs> like, be my sister and tell people- me you want to suck my dick. I'm like, no, because that's fucking gross. No, thank you. Yeah. I remember Sheree told me she did a really fucked up, like, incest. And Sheree totally Oh, did Sheree it. does it everything. She'll do whatever <laughs> you want. Like, and I love it. She's no shame. That girl no. Has no shame. No. Yeah, and I was, she's, she's, like, the queen of custom videos. Like, yeah. I can't. Like, she can get into a character I can't. If I'm not into it, I'm not doing it. Yeah, she's really good at, um, she's really good at acting. And she's really good at playing a part. Like, she's she's incredible at it. It's It's kind of shocking. I remember that... You got that, also got that email. It's so funny. I've talked about this on this podcast so many times. There's actually like this running joke about like how I'm obsessed with poop, even though I like, I really don't like poop. I don't like it at all, but somehow you I do always, talk about poop a lot. I do, but I don't like it. I don't know why. Would you shit on someone's chest if they pay no. you? No. <laughs> well, maybe. How much? No, $30,000. $30,000? Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where oh do I sign God. up? Would you let someone set up shit on your chest for thirty thousand dollars? Yeah, <laughs> buy some expensive soap. That shit washes off. No problem. <laughs> washes off, but money is temporarily forever. It's temporary. <laughs> money is forever until I spend it all on something <laughs> stupid. Um. Remember? Okay, so that guy sent me that email about wanting to eat my poop. He wanted to like shit in a toilet in a hotel room and then yes. the toilet treats and yes. the poop caviar. I got the same email. I know. And I was so offended because I thought that it was special and that, that you only toilet treats. toilet treats and poop, scat caviar. That's what it was. Scat caviar. <laughs> I'm afraid like, okay, like even though that's technically, I mean, I guess it is kind of illegal, but like not, like it's not escorting, right? So it's like, you can argue, but then it's like, biohazard because you're not allowed yeah. to sell okay but like a biohazard aside i would be afraid that like if i did that like the federal government would be waiting for me <laughs> and i would go to jail and then it would be on like every newspaper like porn star danny daniels gets caught shitting in a toilet <laughs> like selling her poop on the internet yes like in the in the poop heisting like that would be <laughs> And then, like, for the rest of my life, like, fuck having cum on my face. It would be the poop heisting anytime you Googled my name. Like, that would, that's what oh, I'm Oh, and of. just the jokes, like, you're in sh- up shit creek without a paddle. Danny Daniels in deep shit. Oh, my God. Like, popular porn stars. <laughs> it would be bad. Yeah. It, so, like, that's my, like, a bigger fear to me than the actual, like, like, I don't poop. I don't shit. I, my asshole doesn't work. I actually only pee. Yes. But if I did, that would be my biggest fear. Yeah. So you're not into poop stuff. <laughs> no. So, yeah, no. I mean, because that guy wrote to me and I was like telling you and I was thinking like, oh, God, this guy like really likes me so much. He wants my poop. You're like, I got the same email. I'm like, motherfucker. He's like cheater. He is. Like, and then I talked to a couple other girls and he sent it to them, too. And apparently. He's such a poop player. I <laughs> 
And apparently he like goes to like AVN and like goes around and asks girls in person. Has anyone done it? I need to know. I don't think so. I think I think someone said that they would and then like he just didn't follow through. Maybe, maybe he just that's likes, the fetish. Yeah, maybe he just likes talking about it. Who wants to talk about Like trying to negotiate the poop price. Does it keep like a poop log? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, puns forever. Forever. You, you, want, you learn so much about human beings. You being do. An adult. Like, I, I kind of love it. And then there's days where I want to murder everyone. Yeah. But, like, every morning, like, I go through my email and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding? Like, a lot of people are really cool. Like, a yeah. lot of people, I get emails. I'm like, this person's awesome. A lot of women. It's mm-hmm. cool. And then I get that one fucking guy. Yeah. Hey, BB, you come Dubai. I give you three grands. Like, not even, like, will you. Just, like, demanding. Yeah. Like, I can't say fuck you fast enough. You know, I did, um, <laughs> have you done your, like, uh, Instagram analytics? Yes. So, I looked at mine, and the countries that are the ones that outlaw porn, like India, and, like, the up. Middle East, have the highest rates of violence against women and the highest uh, rates of rape. Like, 100%. Really? Yeah. Because you can't sexually, if you sexually repress people, we are all sexual creatures. Like that is like what drives us as beings because that's how we procreate. That's how we continue the human race. That's how we've overpopulated this fucking planet. So, Stop breeding. Seriously. Stop making baby. I think people need a license to have children. It's, I wish, right? I really do. It's, I'm going to get a bunch of hate emails. I for totally that agree with you. How do you do your analytics? Now I want to know. Um, it's a little bar. Go. It's right there. I haven't looked in a long time. It's there. There we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you sexually repress people, it comes out in other ways. It and does. when you sexually shame people, um, then they start doing these really sick and twisted ways to kind of like satiate that sexual need that they have. They need that sexual release. Yeah. Like men especially. Like it's not good for your prostate to not masturbate on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, fucking jerk off. It is not good for you. It is very fucking <laughs> to unhealthy. My, to my website, dannydaniels.com <laughs> or hollyrandall.com. Take your pick. We're just trying to save your life, people. Yeah. That's look, all I'm like, saying. I'm just like a jerk off a day keeps the doctor away. Just saying. That should be your next shirt. <laughs> I want to tell you when we're done because I don't want someone to steal my idea. I'm okay. going to tell you my next shirt. You're going to okay. fucking die. Okay. What are your so, analytics? Cairo. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what it was for me too. Yeah. Uh, so then, it, wait, was it? Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. My phone's doing the live thing. Cairo is in Egypt. It is not in India. Tehran. I know that. I have Tehran. Okay, yeah. And then Mexico City. Interesting. I feel like this used to be like New York was on here. I don't know. I Mine was LA. Right now. Mine was Los Angeles. Uh, I'm ninety three percent men, seven percent women. You have more women than me. Ladies, bitches love me, <laughs> and I love bitches. Don't you get like. <laughs> Don't you find that sometimes women are a little bit more aggressive with you? Women are crazy. First of all, how do you say that? Tehran? No, below the A one. Oh Jesus! Um, Don't say it because someone's gonna get offended if you um, say it wrong. Ahmedabad. Ahmedabad. Fuck. Ahmedabad. Sound it out. Ahmedabad. Ahmedabad. Is that right? And then Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo's in uh, Brazil. Brazil. I have a lot of Brazilians. Wow. I love Brazilians. Because you have a nice butt. Do you think that's why? I don't know. I like how your age, like it shows you your age range of, you've got yeah. 13 to 17. 
It's not your fault. I mean, I don't, I don't six, post nudity only, on Instagram, only but I'm six, just like only six percent. Okay, forty-three percent, eighteen to twenty-four. That's not surprising. Sixty-five plus one percent. <laughs> There's one eighty-five-year-old that loves jerking off. Still, <laughs> good for you. Yeah. So here we go. So top locations in terms of countries: United States um, by a huge margin, then India, like pretty close behind them, Mexico, Brazil, and then Indonesia. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's women are crazy. Like, if I feature dance, women just come up to me and like grab my pussy, and I'm like, "Excuse me." Yeah, I, and then I grab their pussy, and then they get mad at me. I'm like, "This is not a petting zoo." <laughs> <laughs> you touch me, I'm touching you. It's. I mean, do you <laughs> find so, it like? Is it funny or is it annoying? I think it uh, depends. It depends on the person. I yeah. think so, like I think a majority of it, women are just like. Don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I don't really care. Like, women grabbing my tits, I'm like, you have tits, I have tits. It's like and the you know, same thing. There's nothing different, too, because you know but, they're not going to rape you for I the mean, most part. Like, women are not going to rape you. It's possible, but it's not likely. It's very unlikely. Yeah. So I feel like, but there are some women that I feel like do it because they know they get away with it, and then yeah. it pisses me the fuck off. Yeah, they think they can do it just because they're women. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Excuse me. I'm doing the same. Yeah. I, I mean, even like, if I'm on set, like I'll ask a girl if I can like adjust her bra strap. Like I won't. Like, yeah, you're very, <laughs> you're very proper, which well, is good. Yeah, and I'm also like I'm not into chicks. No, <laughs> at I, all. It took me like seven years to see your tits. <laughs> really? You know, I went back to the Korean. Okay, so we went to the <laughs> Korean spa. Yes. Her and uh, Sheree and I, and <laughs> it was this really awkward situation where, so you can't wear clothes there. Okay, and, first of all, me and Shree are bi. Yes. I feel like you need to say that. And okay. Holly is straight. I'm very straight. I'm like super straight. Like super straight. Like I love dick. <laughs> I'm all about like not into vagina. <laughs> and so <laughs> and um and so we get and so like I've seen Sheree and Danny naked a million times. And I um they've never seen me naked. Yeah. And like this Korean spa, like you're naked. It's like all women, all nude. Yes. Which sounds really hot in reality, but, but like it's not. It's not. Because it's not it's all not. hot chicks and naked. No. It's no. like all women of all shapes and sizes. Yes. So It kind of makes me feel better about myself going to the Korean spa. You have a nice bud. Mm. You have really good boobs. They're just, really not. They're good. I like no. them. I'm into it. They're kind of... They look good today. Well, they're in a bra. They're in a padded bra and they're like hoisted way <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> Add attention. With like a low shirt. Yeah, this is a lie. This is all a big <laughs> lie. I gotta like throw these things over my shoulders. For <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't. They're nice. They're really not. But anyways, so we're sitting there in the jacuzzi. So like I get in and we're trying to have a conversation. We're all and naked. We're all naked. This sounds like a really hot scenario, but it's not. It's not. And like <laughs> Danny and Sheree are trying very hard to just look me in the eye, yeah. like being really concentrated on my face when I'm talking. So like their eyes don't <laughs> drift downwards to look at my boobs just because I've never seen them before. Well, like I feel like. I always, I don't want to make like anyone uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, this happened to me actually, like, I'll tell you that after, but a couple, like the other day, but, um, I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. And because like people know I'm bi, I feel like straight women, like, I don't want them to be like, oh my God, like, yeah, are you going like, to me. look me up and down? I don't know. <laughs> so I, like we were trying really hard to be like respectful, but like also like, we're both like, I just want to look, just look, look that, like, look over your shoulders for a second so I can see your tits. Get it over with. 
<laughs> so we're both just like, like violently staring at her, staring at her at her face, and she's like freak, like getting. You could tell you're like visibly like uncomfortable. You're well, like because I could, t- I knew what was going on, but like none of us said anything, and we're all trying to like make small <laughs> this talk. Giant elephant in the room, and then finally you're like, just look at them. Yeah, I was like, just get it over with. Okay, they're here. Here you go. I have puffy nipples. Whatever. You do. I totally they're do. my favorite. I love Ugh. puffy nipples. I have angry glass cutter nipples. <laughs> I hate them. I hate my nipples. Really? I never, yeah, I never wear bras. You so you can see great. my nipples through every shirt at any time of day, no matter how cold it is or warm it is. They're just angry all the time. <laughs> They're never uh, soft. I'm like, I have like raging hard on nipples 24-7. See, I, but that always looks great for photos. That for life. But I want to like picking out like vegetables and I'm holding a cucumber and my nipples are really hard. It looks like I'm going to go home and masturbate with it. Like, it's awful. The struggle. Oh, the struggle is real. You poor thing with your perfect boobs. So awful. So awful. You look great too right now. Thanks. Because you've lost weight from walking around New I York, have. huh? I have. Fuck, dude, that's why I got. I just got to move here and walk around, and then I'll be skinny, right? It's kind of sad though, because I like lots of my butt, so I'm upset. But yeah, you lose. Like I dropped weight like quick because you don't realize it. You're like, yeah. I'm just gonna walk to the store, which is a mile and a half away. Yeah. And then a mile and a half back. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what it is about LA. You just don't want to, even if you're in like pedestrian-ish neighborhood, you still don't want to walk around. No. You just want to get in the car. No one's on the road, like, not on the road, sorry. No one's, like, on sidewalks there. Have you ever, no. like, why do sidewalks exist in L.A.? Because no one ever uses them. My cousin was visiting from England, Camilla, who you met. Aww. And uh, she went, she wanted to walk to Venice Beach from my house. And I don't live far from Venice Beach. Yeah, but that's still. It's still, like, a few miles. Yeah, and you have, like, major, like, roads. Yeah. I'm right by Venice. Yeah. Boulevard. And, um... And both myself and my assistant, Libby, were like, you're going to do what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm going to walk. We're like, no, you can't walk. She's like, no, I'll be, I'll be fine. It's not that far. We're like, that, that's stupid. You're not going to walk. We're like, we were like angry with her. She's like, no, it's really like not. I'm like from London. I can totally do it. And we were like, we just, we, were, we wouldn't let her do it. We're yeah, like, you'll like get in a car and drive across the street. And then where you park your car and then oh, walk. 100%. And then you'll walk into the store. But like you've. Caused yourself like more walking because you have to repark, mm-hmm. which is farther away. Yeah, it's just like it's so idiotic. Oh yeah, there's a Trader Joe's a block from me, and I will 100% drive there. I'm not, I'm not fucking walking there. Like, come on, I don't have time. I don't have time for ain't nobody got time for that. First world problems. I'm not walking. I will drive to the gym. To walk on a treadmill. And I will drive to the gym walk. And, and try to find the parking spot the closest <laughs> to the entrance of the gym. I know, right? So stupid. <laughs> we're such stupid. We're such stupid humans. LA makes absolutely like LA baffles me. New, you know that's why I love living in New York. Everybody here is so honest and just like everything's easy here. You do everything makes sense. Like LA, like you drive to the gym and then you go to New York. They're like, look, fucking going to the gym. Like I'm walking to work every day. I yeah. walk in and then I walk back. Why do I need to go walk on a treadmill? Yeah, I'm that's just, true. I love New Yorkers. They're assholes. They're my people. Like, I'm an asshole. They're assholes. So you feel, you feel content and asshole among assholes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's in a sea of assholes. It's awesome. <laughs> so what are you doing nowadays? I masturbate on my couch frequently. <laughs> it's 
Like, does it get old? No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Some days I wear stockings. Some days I use a dildo. I don't know. I mean, Do you I- ever eat a cookie? <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating more. I just brought it because I can't take the. I'm going to the Book of Mormon after this. I can't take them with me. Sorry, I just want you to bring that giant thing into Book of Mormon and then just like crumple it trying to get. I'll just shove them all in my boobs. <laughs> that was the only container I had. It's, uh, it doesn't make any sense. No, I love it. Cookies. I'm just going to eat them all. Um, but yeah, I can. I can with Cam Soda. Um, I'm contracted with them. Uh, I shoot for my site, dandaniels.com. I do my OnlyFans, um, which is like all like my nude selfie stuff and like my daily bushes and. Um, I paint. I, I actually saw um, my first hello, museum. Hello, you fucking paint. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell us about that. That's amazing. Ah, it's, uh, yeah, I just got into a museum um, in Connecticut, and it's super awesome. It's cool. Like, uh, like I've done, like, f- I did what, four shows, four solo shows last year. This year, sorry, I'm saying last year. It's not January yet, but this year. And, like, it's it's been cool. Like, I feel fortunate that I can do so many different things. And experiment with the different things, but I've always I've been wanting to like pursue my art career, and New York is like a city for that. So here I am, but it's been really good. Like I, I kind of was like, oh, let's see what happens, you know. And it's like taken off like a bat out of hell, and I'm really thankful for it. So, and I have um, I'm doing a, I'm starting this box subscription. Um, company where it's oh yeah yeah tell us about what's in the box what's in the box and that was Um, by the way a genius (laughs) fucking video when you like i'm so scared they're gonna send me like a season when when, should i just say that movie then that movie that movie where he asks what's in the box that guy asks what's what's in the fucking box so good um i'm doing it's uh ddbox.com b-o-x-x-x yeah um, and I'm doing like a monthly subscription service for like um, like sex friendly like sex friendly objects like not necessarily all sex toys like there's like apparel and socks but like sex toys and like funny stuff but like all stuff that's usable mm-hmm. it's not going to be like a box of gag gifts that you're going to want to just like throw away mm-hmm. it's all stuff that you're going to be like that's really cool like I never thought I would want that mm-hmm. or stuff like, you know, like the date night box or the morning after box or, you know, there's have the morning after pill have, in it. <laughs> they probably, <laughs> I'd probably go to prison. <laughs> I don't think that's illegal, but yeah, like, um, did they're all different themes and, um, I have my coffee, which is out, which is daniels.coffee.com. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Cause I love coffee. And I should have brought you some. I didn't even yeah, think this through. Why? I'm a terrible person. You only cookies br- or coffee? You, you only, only one. brought me like home baked cookies. <laughs> There's only so much bribery I can do. Person. You're a horrible. You don't give me enough things. <laughs> Jesus. But it's actually like really good coffee. Like, um, how did you? So how'd you make it? Uh, Currency Coffee does it. Uh, I designed the blend, and they produce for me. And it's I use. I drink it every morning. Uh, Vic is a massive coffee snot. Like he's the biggest brute. <laughs> <laughs> the pool guys here. Oh my god! Cut to. They um, warned us that there were people walking around in the background, but it was funny that we both looked at the exact yeah. same time. <laughs> I thought. I kind of thought. Yeah. So, I thought it was Vic back there. I did too. That's why I was like, did he just like poke his head in to like? That he was gonna like smush his balls against <laughs> the wall window or something. That'd be really funny. I wish like that. that would be fucking awesome. That'd be so good. Uh, so yeah, so danielscoffee.com and then uh, ddboxboxx.com. It's an Indiegogo campaign until um, the end of January. So please 
um, give me money for boxes. And also you get boxes. And there's cool perks. I totally sell myself out, so... You sh- Dude, you're a one-woman, like, hustling machine. I mean, that's great. Oh, and I'm also coming out with a fragrance. You are? Yeah, for Valentine's Day. Oh. So, yeah. I'll send you that, too. I'll just send you a box. Just send me all the things. It's hard because, like, I'm very... I'm a creative person. I like to, to have projects and do mm-hmm. things, so... The problem is I keep doing things and they are successful. So now I just like put more work on myself. And then I'm like this giant stress case. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. It's like. Yeah, you do the same thing. I do the same thing. I'm constantly like creating like new industries and new jobs and new projects well, I remember for myself. like talking to you and being like, I'm so busy. I have no time. And then you're like, I'm doing a podcast. I'm like, you just made your life worse. Yeah. There were several people that told me not to do it. They're like, don't do it. I think I was one of them. Yeah, you might've been. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And then it ended up like being really successful. It's awesome. And I'm not just saying that because I'm here right now, but Mm. you have such wonderful guests. I do. I try to be, I mean, for the most part, there's been a couple where I was like, fuck, I should have done this. And like, I can't like, there's been, there's been a, they haven't all been great, but 90% (laughs) of them have been great. But you're good. You're a good, like, interview. It's not really interview, but, like, you're a good host. I think that for the – and this is kind of proven by the couple of people that I've had that I wasn't crazy about. Um, I think that the trick is just to get the right people on. Like, and because I work in the industry and I know a lot of people and I've spent time with a lot of people, like, I generally have a good sense for who's going to be a good conversationalist and who's going to be interesting to have. Yeah, who has studio. personality, yeah. who's going to just, like, answer yes and no. Yeah, exactly, because, you know, I have a lot of people request girls, the, you know, our big names. They're like, oh, get so-and-so in the studio. She's so beautiful. And I'm like, just because she's beautiful doesn't, like, this is like an auditory experience. Yeah. If you can't hold a conversation, it doesn't matter how good you look. No. Like, congratulations on your face, but There's you a lot of beautiful talk. girls in the industry, but if they don't have a dick in their mouth, oh, there's God. nothing there. Like, oh, some, some girls are so there's a difference with a dick in their mouth. I'm just like, just keep There's that. some girls I want to put a dick in their mouth. Yeah, just shut up. <laughs> like myself. <laughs> it's true. It's, yeah, radio is interesting. I've done like radio shows with people and like, you'll have like two guests. Like I'll be a guest and I'll mm-hmm. have like another guest. The other guest, I'm like. You did a podcast for a little while. I did. I actually stopped because I'm doing a TV show. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You know what's funny though is that your podcast still rates like high on iTunes. Does it? Oh yeah, because like I get my... like, a lot of mail like, "Why did you stop?" But I'm like, because I wanted. I'm like doing a TV show that's kind of different, like the same, but I didn't want to like interview people mm-hmm. and then bring them on the show because it's kind of repetitive. Can you talk about it or no? Um, I could talk about some of it. Okay. Um, it's similar. It's kind of like a podcast setting, but um, it's a lot more of a shit show. you mean like a scat caviar show (laughs) no (laughs) no poop involved but like um it's kind of like podcast meets reality show okay um but it's gonna be centered around the adult business and sex and stuff like that so i didn't want to keep producing podcasts yeah it kind of started it would be like if I had Asa on my podcast and then I had Asa or on my show, it would be like, why are you doing Like, that yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to, like, stop. But people, like, get really mad at me. They're like, why'd you stop doing it? Because, like, yeah, you were great. I mean, you're, I, you were on my first show. I know. I remember. That was fun. Um, it's fun. I like, I like it. I like radio. But 
um, yeah. The end. I was going to go somewhere and I forgot. There's <laughs> a <laughs> What time is it? I don't know. I wanted to like touch your phone and find you out, but then it. I didn't want to like. My wedding photo. Oh. Wedding photo. So pretty. You got married in like the most beautiful spot. It was really gorgeous. It was cool. Yeah. It was a good day. I have to admit, like at the beginning when I was like, oh, we're going to Arkansas. Yay. (laughs) But then it ended up being really fun. Yeah. Like everyone was like, fuck, okay. And then when they got there, like, this is awesome. Like like our, we did like a combined bachelor, bachelorette party Saturday. Um, Yeah. Went to a strip club in Missouri. And Matt, it's exactly what you think it is. Yep. And then where you saved a stripper. I, I'm, I'm still in the process of saving her. And then. to stormy. <laughs> Sunday was rehearsal recovery day. And then Monday we got married. So it ended up being like this really cool, awesome weekend of like yeah. all of our friends and family. And it like, it was just hilarious. Like there's so many good stories. Everyone became friends. Yeah. Because I felt like it was like this weekend of bonding. Yeah. So, as opposed to just like one night of a wedding. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. I wouldn't have changed it for the world. And it was interesting, too, because you took such an, an eclectic group of people, <laughs> like porn stars and like New Yorkers. Musicians. musicians LA, Arkansas, and then, Florida. And then just stuck them in like this small town in Arkansas. And then we just like fucking blew the town up. It was like the big, the biggest shit show on the planet rained down on this like small little city in Arkansas. And everyone, everywhere we would go, would be like, like when we showed up to the strip club i didn't tell them we were coming so the guy the owner was like did not know what was happening yeah it's like what i have like like 12 porn stars and like 40 other people can we come in and it's so funny too because you have like these kind of low-end strippers dancing for like high-end feature dancers yeah headline clubs all my friends are cool like like uh katrina jade was there uh uh I'm trying to use stage name. I have to think. Cherie Deville was there. Um, Jaden Cole was there. Mm-hmm. Um, you were there, but yes. you're not a porn star. But no. but so, I may as know. well be. I'm in porn, and I am a star. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they were all cool. Like the like all the porn stars were at stage, like throwing dollars, yeah. and then like all the guys were like at the bar drinking. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't um <clears throat> didn't Nigel like go? What happened <laughs> at the IHOP afterwards? <laughs> Nigel, like... Uh, okay, so so everyone knows. So Nigel is Katrina Jay's husband. <laughs> yes, he's, he's awesome. Absolutely huge. He's like, what, 6'5"? He's, like, he's like 6'5", 300 pounds. He's he has face massive. tattoos and a massive beard. He looks like a Viking. Yes. Like, if he was walking down the street, I would go the other way. Yeah, me too. I would cross <laughs> But the he's like the nicest guy yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Um, But I guess him and like a couple of Vic's friends like got fucking wasted. And they ended up going into the IHOP um, in Arkansas. And we're being so vulgar and loud that like people were complaining and they kept having to buy the tables dinners <laughs> so that they could stay and eat. And then I saw Katrina and I was like, I have to tell you a story about your husband. And her, res- my favorite is her response without even like hesitating. I was like, oh God, was he eating pancakes with his hands again? <laughs> <laughs> like this happens to her all the time. Like, like she that's what even, she like, knows phased. he's wasted. Yeah. He's eating pancakes with his hands. She said, she was, I'm sure she won't mind me telling this, but like she was saying how like 
she's tiny. Yeah. Like she's pocket size and yeah. he's massive. And I guess like if he gets wasted, people look at her like, can you get him out of here? And she's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? He's a monster. <laughs> like I can't move him. My so. favorite thing about that was that like he was obsessed with that song Despacito. Was he? Yes. So every time it came on, he'd start like dancing and be like, Despacito. <laughs> like this huge like Viking guy. So now like every single time I hear that song, I think of Nigel. <sighs> It was such a good weekend. My favorite part of the weekend, though, was everyone was wasted. I We rented a party bus so no one would drink and drive. And, like, everyone was wasted in the party bus going home. And fucking Adam, who is one of my bridesman, slipped and said, talked shit about the Yankees to oh. a bus full of Yankee fans. He's oh, a Red Sox no. fan. Um, and I had this pinata that I was saving full of sex toys and like dildos and shit, but it just like, it started raining. So like it didn't happen. It was storming. Yeah. Like it literally, we showed up and it was storming. Yeah. So like, actually. It was like a movie. Like it was, it was a movie. Get a strip club. So when I wrote to Playboy about Stormy, about finding Stormy, yeah. because I sent, because I wanted to like save her from the strip club in, in Missouri and like get her shot for this Playboy. Is and it, yeah, help her make like good life choices. Yeah. I she was literally, hot. she was hot. I literally wrote to Playboy and I was like, and I went into the seedy strip club. It was a dark and stormy <laughs> night. And it was. And I was like, and then a unicorn walked in. Her name <laughs> was Stormy. I wrote it to them like literally like a fucking short story. I never thought I'd be writing this. I, I know. And they thought it was hilarious. But that's literally like, what happened. They loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. But and yeah, then they were like, we love your story. It's a yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That whole weekend was like that. It was like stories that no one's going to believe. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you start to start with, I was at a wedding in, Be in uh, I don't want to say where, it's supposed to be. Arkansas. In Arkansas. People were like, wait, what? Yeah. You I was at a porn star wedding in Arkansas. <laughs> that, that's, that's, I think we should make a movie about it. Yeah. Porn star wedding in Arkansas. Yes. It was so good. It was so good. Oh yeah. And so that was my favorite part of the weekend is like, um, I had this pinata and baby Danny grabbed it and started beating the hell out of Adam with it. I thought she was going to break his head. <laughs> it was. And then I'm like drinking. So I'm like, there's dildos in there. <laughs> and it broke like, apart. Right. And like dildos and condoms went like all over. And then people the were like picking it up off the floor. Like no one cared that Adam was getting his ass kicked by a woman. Like, like there the was condom. like, oh, get the condoms and the dildos. We might need those later. <laughs> oh, wait. Can we please talk about Katrina doing the tweet? play-by-play play of you oh, God, guys having story. wedding night sex. Okay. So um, we, the hotel we stayed at, like a few other people were staying at as well. And um, I actually have it saved. I have to just like read the tweets because it's that much better. So apparently Katrina was staying in the um, room below us and didn't know that it was me and Vic. Oh no, wait, why won't you load? And... Um, so she started tweeting and not knowing that it's us. And like we woke up the next day to like people like, uh, are you staying at so-and-so hotel? Yeah. Uh, go look at Katrina's Twitter. And we were fucking dying. Like it was, it was so funny. <laughs> it was good okay. stuff. Um, I think I'm close. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I kid you not mid pussy play. And I hear this chick getting fucked in the room directly above me. He's railing this bitch out. Okay, now she's cry moaning. Please, yes, please. <laughs> this crying is probably me. Yes. yes. They're still going. Bitch, we are invested. Communicate. Tell us what's happening. <laughs> Wait, is one of my friends up there? She's moaning. Please put it back in. Please put it back in. 
I'm assuming the moaning it stops if the dick is in her mouth. That's the only logical thing that can make sense at this moment in time. <laughs> I'm jealous. More moans. She's saying, yes, please. She wants it. Yes, please. I can't understand what she's saying now. All right. Now I want a dude to burst through the door in the wall and grab my pussy and rip me to shreds. I'm playing with my pussy in between these tweets. I really hope this girl got filled up. Uh, I... <laughs> Horn, uh, how are you? Horny is the answer. Hello, 911. I can't stop touching my pussy. And then like 10 hours later, the people upstairs are having sex again. <laughs> you got to like read awesome. it like, yeah, you got to read it on Twitter as like the yeah. blocks that she wrote it in. Yeah, because it's like every like five or yeah. 10 minutes she would like tweet. So it was good. so great. And then uh, so now I always joke that like, Vic, you've gotten off two performers of the year at the same time in different rooms, one without using your hands, like, <laughs> and only your mouth. And it's just been like this running joke. That's so but, good. Oh, God. How did you have, I don't know. I feel like if I had a wedding, I wouldn't have energy to have sex that night. I'd be so tired. <sighs> I thought the same thing, and then that didn't go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot to wear my wedding lingerie. I bought, like, lingerie to wear. I totally fucking forgot. Did and then I woke up the next day. I was like, damn it. Did you wear again later? I wore on the honeymoon. Okay. Yeah. Well, then there you go. But I was like, oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> wedding lingerie. Yeah. It's gross. It's so gross. Cute. I was going to like, I was telling um, one of the girls from your workshop. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I was going to have like boudoir photos done. And then I remembered who I am. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> but I remember there's pictures of my butthole all over the Internet. So that didn't really go as well. Yes. And thank you for doing my workshop. That was that the was so cool. Was fun. It was fun. Everyone was super cool and chill and yeah. everybody got really good photos and I was I was very happy with it. It was you're a good teacher. Thanks. I learned stuff. Thank you. <laughs> I do I yeah. I do like to tell people. Highly recommend. I do like to tell five star Yelp reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Would do again. <laughs> Yeah, it was really cool, actually. Like, I didn't know what to expect, but... I'm still, like, yeah. working it out and, like, trying to figure out how to... Like, I always feel that I either give too little information or too much information. No, it's hard I to think, judge the how much my students know. I think you give just enough that people can ask questions because yeah. the worst is when you take a class and you know 80% of the information, so then you're just sitting there waiting for that to yeah. be over with so yeah. you can get to the other percent. I like that you gave people, like, private shoot time yes. where they could ask questions because... Yes. I feel like everyone was at a different stage, so they could be like, hey, you know, what about this? What yes. about that? It wasn't just like a general that's, bubble of information. Yeah, and that's the difference between my workshop and other people's workshops that, I, at least from the feedback I've gotten from my students who've taken other, like, nude glamour workshops is that I'm one of the few people that gives you, like, individual time yeah. with the model. Like, a lot of time it's kind of like a free-for-all. Like, everyone shoots at once. How does that work? I don't know. I, Who would you look at? That's you, a shit you show. You just look all, everywhere. I don't know. It, it is apparently like a shit show. Um, and then but, if you're in the spot and somebody else wants that spot. Yeah, it's stupid. That's weird. That's so terrible. it's really important to me that everybody gets individual time with the model and that I'm there and I'm help and I'm, I'm there to coach them as much as they want or as little as they want. Some yeah. people like do not want me to help them. They want to just do their own thing. They want me to light it. They want my lighting. They want my styling. They want my model. They want my makeup artist. But they don't want me to participate in the shooting. Interesting. Which is fine. Like, totally fine. And then some people, like, some people honestly don't want to learn. They just want to take hot pictures, good pictures of a hot chick. Which is fine. 
And then some people really want to learn and they yeah. have like a thousand questions about everything. So everyone's very, very different. It was cool though. Like I think it's the perfect balance between like you're learning, like everyone there was learning stuff, but at the same time could ask questions. Like that's what I can't stand is if I take a class and I can't ask questions. Yes. It's like, why am I taking the class? Right. It's like you don't get any time for yeah. that. So, yeah. and it was good. It was like, and like you said, like the amount of time was perfect. Cause like everyone finished pretty much like there was enough time. It wasn't like everyone was like, Oh God, I only have a couple minutes. I have to yeah. scramble to try to get a million shots. Like I feel like everyone was finishing like right around the time. Yeah. That they I, had. I normally do bigger workshops where people only get like seven minutes. Um, this one, they got 15 minutes. Um, but you know, even then, like, a, it, you know, like people find that like seven minutes is a significant amount of time. Yeah, it really is. And we're not about getting a full set. We're get about it's about getting a couple of great photos. Yeah, it's not like so. we're shooting a solo set. Right. It's just, right. Yeah. And I try yeah. to remind people that like uh, quality over quantity. So, so go to Holly Randall Workshop. Yeah. If you want to learn more. Yeah. Sign up for my next Who one. Who never know? You never know. You could be shooting my butthole. You could be, except I won't except let her spread her butthole. Shots, yeah, yeah, I won't let her. <laughs> so you won't be shooting my butthole. So you won't be shooting her butthole, but <laughs> you'll be shooting her boobs, and that's that's good enough. Tits are better anyway. Yes, they are. <laughs> Danny, thank you so much for coming Anytime. on. Thank you for the cookies. Anytime. Thank you for hanging out with me. <laughs> Thanks for being my friend Thanks and my bridesmaid. My thank you. <laughs> so where can everybody find you on social media if they are looking for um, you? you? My Instagram is aka Danny Daniels. My Snapchat is sucking all the D. Uh, my Twitter is aka Danny Daniels. My website is dannydaniels.com. Uh, dailybush.com and ddboxboxx.com. So go buy my box, my monthly subscription. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, everyone go support Danny and um, Indiegogo. subscribe to her. Yeah. <laughs> Contribute to her There's Indiegogo. cool stuff. Like, we're doing a party. You can, like, like there's perks like you can come to this like yeah like our launch party um i'm signing stuff i'm like giving stuff away there's like a bunch of really cool perks so yeah go peep it go peep it people <laughs> and you can find me on at holly randall on social media holly randall 78 on snapchat and then if you want to support this podcast go to patreon.com slash holly randall unfiltered and make sure that you guys tune in next week for another fabulous guests we will be back in la sadly but it's been a lot of fun move here i want all my friends to move i know here. i think I, I need to come back here more often yeah i've been having people wanting who've been requesting me to come back and do more workshops because a lot of people missed it um so i mean i would love to you know travel more i've, I've always wanted that so hopefully yes. i'll be able to make that happen come here all the time live here <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen. It's just me and Austin. My mother, my mother will here. never let me leave California. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview as much as I did. You know, Danny is a huge superstar, but I feel that you can't help but love her even more when you get to know her as a person. You know, there's um, over 10 years between us, but I've never felt the age difference. Danny has a very old soul, and she and I have always just clicked and just been on the same level the entire time that we've known each other. And it's just such an honor to call her a good friend of mine. And this podcast was a wonderful reason for me to spend some time with her. So I hope that you guys get to see why I'm just so in love with that girl. And I'm so happy that I got to share some of her personality with the rest of you. 
Next week on the show, I have punk porn princess, say that five times fast, Joanna Angel. And I am thrilled to have her on. This girl is really bright, really funny, runs her own business. I mean, that girl is a boss bitch if there was ever a boss bitch. And she's just a lot of fun to have around. She's a lot of fun to interview. And I think that this is going to be a blast of a podcast. And you guys are going to really enjoy this one. So make sure that you come back next week and listen to my interview with Joanna Angel. Angel. 